The reality is is now on Patreon, and here are some of our fabulous supporters. Tracy Newman. My presence is a gift, so remember the thank you note. Lily. Some people say I'm too much, but she's just starting. Marl Farsi. Reading is fundamental, and in Farsi, the reads are monumental. Tracy Masters. When you're the master of your own destiny, no one can take you down. Amanda Agosti. Some Amandas are tech spots, but this Amanda is as real as it gets. Ade Ade Dokun. It may look like I'm stirring the pot, but actually I'm just smoking it. Paula Bretrude. If you think I'm a bitch, you're probably right, and you probably deserved it. Lola Del Rio. Whatever Lola wants, Lola gets, and I get it all. Naveen Jonathan. I'll give you the shirt off my back, and also by unsolicited opinion. Jada. People are intimidated by my great success and my great ass. Deepa Kanapoli. Some people say I have secrets, but at least they're not federal indictments. Hadil Ibrahim. Some things are too hot to handle, like me and the tea I spill. Srinidhi Subramaniam. I have four degrees, eight syllables, and zero Fs to give. Shannon Anthony. There's no fun in moderation, but there's plenty of shade. Brianna Tooney. Some people strive for perfection, but I'm already there. Rita Ryan. Don't be fooled by my Midwest charm, because I'm nobody's fool. And finally, Beth Bayer. The secret to my success is staying out of your BS. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. How are you feeling? You just finished Porsche? You feel all worked up. Do you feel, are you crying like Dom was crying after <laughs> Dom stirred the pot? He got everybody worked up. He got the fight started and then he sobbed like a baby. Like it was, all, <laughs> it was not his fault at all. Okay. If you guys are not watching the Porsche show, like you really need to because the beginning starts really funny. Mm-hmm. And last week's episode and this episode were just such excellent television. And like, especially, especially for those of us who have been riding Team Twirl this whole time, it really is like sweet vindication just watching Mm -hmm. the show. But at the same time, it's just really good TV. So we're going to talk about Portia's show. We're also going to talk about Salt Lake City. Can we talk about Salt Lake City first? Sure. By the way, you were asking how I'm feeling as Mm -hmm. I texted you earlier. It's that time of the fiscal quarter again. I feel like I have COVID. (laughs) (laughs) That's your quarterly COVID. You texted me this afternoon. We had a whole conversation about it. And then you just texted me about an hour ago and said, I took I took some medication. I feel better. I'm like, oh, what what's wrong with you? <laughs> I completely forgot that you, you thought you had COVID. Again. I know. Um, I was so. like, this is such a regular occurrence with you that I, <laughs> I mean, I have a conversation with you. I, I fake some sympathy and then I forget about it. <laughs> Thanks some sympathy. I know. It's fine. I deserve it. Yeah, I feel like I have COVID again, as usual. And so we're just, you, you know. You have a cold? You have a cough? What's going on? Here's the thing. My my quote-unquote COVID symptoms fully mm-hmm. feel like depression. So I, I'm leaning more towards the seasonal depression. I think you have depression in that yeah. COVID. What symptoms are we talking about? We're talking about full body ache, okay, headache, mm-hmm. feeling like nauseous, like a weird, like heartburny, nauseous feeling, mm-hmm. and you know some unsavory uh, bowel movements. Oh. <laughs> I think there may be another reason for it, and I'll let you know afterwards. I think I know what it is. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Diagnose me. Not on yes. record. Not on. Not on record. But no. Nobody you, needs, you've no been experimenting way. with something, yeah. and that may be the that may be the reason for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's all of the coke that I do, like Seth and Meredith Marks, <laughs> rolling into this it's party. Pasta. <laughs> it's yeah, pasta. it's pasta. Okay, 
this is a very Mark's heavy episode, Mark's family heavy episode. And I just don't care for it because I don't care for these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't I care don't. for, yeah. And somebody posted online, Seth looking, the shirtless picture, the selfie looking like um, all the predators. On the all of them. All of Every them. predator. <laughs> all the predators that you could yeah. ever imagine. Mm-hmm. Any episode that, has a lot of the husbands. I'm like, this is a dumbass filler episode. I don't care about the husbands hanging out. Like, yeah. you can just go fuck yourself. I And I also, oh, this makes me really mad. I hate this narrative of like, oh, these wild, crazy, nagging women that like just can't get along. And if only they could get along. <laughs> Us husbands, we're just always trying to create peace. First of all, fuck you. Okay, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't your thirsty asses wouldn't be playing golf on camera and getting paid for it if it wasn't for your nagging, fighting wives. So cash your fucking paychecks and shut the fuck up. There you go. Go on. Go on. (laughs) Nor rant away because that was Tylenol is kicking in. You guys. (laughs) (laughs) This is her on Tylenol. Can you imagine her on Motrin? (laughs) Also, I know we're going to talk about it later, but like. And I hate, I hate Seth so much. The fucking birthday <laughs> He's cake. He's got beady oh. eyes. He's got like a beady oh. predator David Bedore eyes. He reminds me of the worst version of Tom Cruise. Okay. Yes. He's the, the worst. Jumping. Yeah. The couch jumping high on Scientology version of Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. this cake. What oh. the hell was this cake? What the hell was all the footage of him talking about Whitney? Multiple times. Multiple times. That's harassment. Yeah. There's no point in like laughing around it. Even if Whitney's not uncomfortable, everybody around her should be uncomfortable. That's horrible. I am uncomfortable. Yeah. Not right now, Seth is harassing me. <laughs> you it's workplace harassment. I just took a workplace harassment, <laughs> you know, training. That's harassment <laughs> yeah also i felt like whitney was even like here i got you a cake of my boobs maybe you can stop talking about them now <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah and maybe it's because know. meredith keeps wearing these weird fucking breastplates to parties what is happening what the is more happening? seth talks about it the flatter meredith's chest is. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's it's some sort of like reverse psychology Mm -hmm. situation. Yeah. Heather and Jen go to a spa and Jen shows up in her dumb fake Ramadan wig. Mm -hmm. And then Heather's like, did you get invited to Seth's birthday? Heather, why would she, why would Meredith invite Jen? I don't understand. Like Heather makes this whole conspiracy theory that literally Whitney came up with. Yeah. Like Whitney just came up with on a lark. She came up with the conspiracy theory and now Heather is literally floating it in the very next scene with Jen and Heather is like, here's a storyline for you, Jen. Here, take this thread and run with it. Yes. I'm like, why, Heather? That doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Why does it have to be one of the cast members who calls the FBI? Why couldn't it be production? Why couldn't it be FBI finding them and calling Bravo and saying, where are you filming right now? Why are you doing the stupid, stupid? It's such a stupid, stupid storyline. It's such a stupid theory. We've talked about this before. It's very obvious that these white women have very little understanding of how like anything with the police works but especially how the fbi works like we've talked about the double clicks on the phone like we know as brown people as like people of color we know how that works we know how the fbi functions Mm -hmm. like as immigrants we're very aware of it oh and it's just funny because even like heather bringing up like is Mary the reason you went to jail? Like, yeah. even Jen has, again, that Jen's, that Jen shot, like, oh, you dumb fucking fuck. Yeah. Smark on her face of, yeah. like. Jen has this glazed together. look on her face, like, okay, you want to, is that the story you're giving me? Okay, no, fine. No, I feel like, no, I feel like Jen was smiling, like, thank you, Heather. Yeah. Thank you. Even even Jen is smiling like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard, but I'm going to go with it because you're just so fucking stupid that <laughs> you actually think that Mary Cosby has more yeah. power than the FBI, but I'm going to roll with it because you're yeah. white and I'm going to use your dumb white privilege yeah. to yeah. ride this dumb yeah. storyline. Yeah. It was great. It was- <laughs> 
don't change. Nobody change. Uh, yeah, never change. Nobody change. Everybody be the same. I did laugh when Jen said that thing about Meredith's Facetune membership running out because <laughs> Meredith <laughs> loves to Facetune. She Facetunes her face into Paige DeSorbo every single time I and know. it cracks me up. <laughs> That's funny, that Jen, you so criminal cool. ass They bitch. are so alike. That is so true. <laughs> Paige also is very droll about most of the time and then all of a sudden has a burst of energy and just yeah. screams and yells at people and walks away. Disengages. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of like big fashion statements. Mm, yeah. 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 Big shoulders. Big shoulders. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, Seth has a party and they're just so good. They're coked. They're so coked out. They're rolling with oh sunglasses. God. I was like, oh my God. What is the matter with that human? He is a monster. <laughs> I never hated a husband more. Like how embarrassing for his children. Like how em- it was just weird. And the people that showed up, his buddies that he kept hugging, they were equally creepy. Didn't you yes. think that? Like Everybody was creepy. Showed up. They were all creepy, and there were way too many young people there, like <laughs> way too many Brooksy's friends there. Yes, for Seth's party. It was so weird. It was like the dancers were bizarre. The party was bizarre. Mary Cosby talking to the dog was bizarre. Space was a small space, but there was a pool there. And it was like, just it's so like strange. a hot tub. I don't know what it was. And then everybody trying to pull everybody in. And then Whitney, for some reason, Whitney keeps getting pulled into that. It was just what? Oh. It was also bizarre because it was like the middle of the day. It was yeah. the middle of the afternoon. I don't. Yeah. I don't get it. Mary was like having like having a whole conversation with the dog. Yes. Because she didn't, you know, it's better than furniture at home. Yeah. She could talk to the dog. And, and it was like the only person that seemed to be aloof and kind of a little bit uncomfortable was Lisa. A little bit. She seemed to, she seemed to be a little, and she tried to be nice and classy about it. But then she was like standing apart. She was like, I don't quite get it. Like she was jumping. Str- yeah, she was like, I'm going to hang out here with my husband. Yeah. And that's about it. This is the this is a different kind of set than Meredith party. This is yes, like exactly. coked out, orgy kind of a party. It was In like, the middle of the afternoon. In the middle of the afternoon. At like 2 p.m. Outdoors. Outdo- on a route. Yeah, it was yeah. just a mess. With, and around. Meredith's outfit was crazy. Her shoes were terrible. Yes. It was like a bionic, you know. <laughs> shoes that helps you keep uh, the bridge of your foot proper and aligned. I don't know. It was like an old They look like shoe. shoes that aunties wear at weddings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not this auntie that like I am an auntie and I would not us. No, no, yeah. not us. No, I'm talking yeah. about aunties that are like at least a generation and a half Are my us. aunties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The grandmas. You know. Yeah. Also, why is Mary ignoring Jenny if like it that was weird to me for Mary to be like, I'm gonna ignore Jenny. Yeah. yeah. Even though at the last party she apparently said that she was sorry to Jenny about what she right. said. So why right. are you now ignoring Jenny if you think that Jenny But then talking to Dewey? Yeah. Having like a whole proper conversation with Dewey and it ignoring was Jenny. It was Yeah. Mary was being so weird. And also Meredith like constantly putting on those purple sunglasses over and over again. Every time the camera kept <laughs> like coming closer, she was like, "Ah, hide the pupils." <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was so corny. And Mary, yeah. so Mary Meredith, Mary Meredith sit and they talk and they start talking about what happened at Whitney's party. Meredith tells Mary that she thinks that Jenny should have pulled Mary aside, even though she thinks that everything Jenny said was right. She Mm. thinks that Jenny should have pulled Mary aside. But we talked about this last episode. I think what Jenny did was perfect. When you talk about something like that, you have to talk about it with everybody in the room, especially with Mm -hmm. this group. Yeah. But then Meredith also says that she feels like it was somewhat of an attack. But the way that these things are weaving is so funny. She says, Mary got attacked by Jenny over the shoes because it's Lisa's fault. Mary told Lisa about the shoes being originally for Jen. Then Lisa told Jenny. And then... At the same time, Meredith and Lisa are upset with each other over the same sort of hilarious private public experience misunderstanding of the other person. Like they're both saying things like Jen needs to have the support of good people around her. Mm -hmm. And as soon as they either one of them says that, the reaction by the other is, are you saying I'm not a good person? And I'm like, yeah, you're both mad about the exact same thing. Right. 
Never right. changed. So how is Meredith insisting that Jen needs support, but then also mad that Lisa is supporting Jen? Yes. That's basically it. She's yes. like, how can Lisa support Jen when Jen spoke like that about Brooks and did so much harm to my uh, family? But at the same time, I, she goes to all of these women and say, you guys need to support Jen because yeah. she's in pain. It, it's the weirdest circular argument. It's like a pretzel. Each one has twisted themselves into a pretzel. Yeah, it's hilarious. They don't even know what they're fighting about anymore. And then Mary says that Lisa is jealous of Meredith and Mary's friendship. And that's why Lisa is supporting Jen. Yeah. But that doesn't explain why you don't like Lisa, Mary. Yeah. And Meredith never asked Mary, why don't you like Lisa? Yep. None of it makes any sense. None of it's it makes sense. It's bizarre circular logic. Everybody's just looking out for their own ass. It's exactly mm-hmm. what happens when everyone comes in with like a bitch flower blooming in season two. And all having of them watched at once. All of them yeah. at once and having watched like 15 seasons of right. these types of shows yeah oh and then while everybody's at this party the shahs are uh, painting now the wig is gone i don't yeah i don't care what you're painting why are you wearing a wig john shah what's going on (laughs) because she doesn't have money to go and get her hair done don't you get that i don't understand yeah she doesn't have all of that last week she put toothpaste into ziploc bags yeah this week she mentioned that she's going to therapy Yeah. Every week she tries to add one other thing to show that she's being rehabilitated and that, you know, she's not guilty and she's innocent and she's doing everything that she needs to do, including looking for an apartment, which nothing fits her anyway. Yeah. So she does a fake search for apartments to downsize. Yeah. Jen's rehabbing lasts about three and a half episodes. Like we talked about last week and the week before that, like she was barely in the show. And we didn't mind it. And it's like now they're going on the Zion trip that the husbands have organized. Mm -hmm. And Jen Shaw is fully turned all the way back up. She's got her dumb microphone. But like, can you, Arby, can you imagine, can you imagine knowing a person who got arrested by the feds Mm -hmm. and them being this extra? Yeah. Can you, like, what would you do in that situation? I would take a private jet and, and go separate. I would do what Meredith was doing. No, I would quit and walk away and run away and hide. Hide from that person. (laughs) Change my phone number. Do not call me. Do not. You are crazy. Yeah. You're crazy. You're turned up and you're crazy. And this is going to not end well for anybody. No. It's like, but what do you do? Do you watch it like a car crash happening in slow motion? Or do you sit, Mm -mm. do you say, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to have anything to do with this. I'm leaving because the sensible part of me that has a job and a career would say, yeah, nothing to do with you. Yeah. The reality TV loving part of me would be like, can someone keep tabs and let me know what's happening there? (laughs) Okay. So like I will leave, but Noor, you stay in the circle (laughs) and you let me know what's going on. Okay. (laughs) No. You should stay there. How dare you? You're like, you're younger than me. You can, you got a couple more years to spare yeah. before your career really takes yeah, yeah, yeah. a hold of you. Um, You know, I know somebody who went to campuses and yeah. as as people in New Jersey do. Yeah. And when all of that was going down, I was like, I need to get as far away from these people as possible. It's really yeah. terrifying. But didn't you have an insider who was giving you more information on a regular basis? No. So, yes. 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 But I didn't ask for You didn't it. cut completely out of it. You no, got, here's, you kept here's tabs the thing. on the drama. Here's the thing. Because that person is related to me, I couldn't not, like, I couldn't yeah. just yeah. cut ties. Yeah. Um, because my mom would obviously tell me what was going to be like, you won't believe what happened, right? Like, yeah. so she would tell me. And then sometimes when my mom would tell me, Tina, I'd be like, oh, that's so sad. And other times I'd be like, yeah, they fucking deserve it, right? Yeah. So there, I did get both. But when it's actually all happening and you're like yeah. finding out people are getting arrested yeah, and shit, yeah, yeah. you're like, I am terrified and I want to get the hell away from this. Yeah. It's too scary because the whole time you're thinking like, how is this person going to rope me into their shit? Right. Right. And I, that's what's so funny to me that these women and I, and you know I have to 
I have to put a little bit of it on the fact that they are like not people of color. I don't know what it is. It's like, and I'm talking about not about Jen. Jen is a fearless yeah. monster. She's mm-hmm. a crazy person. Yeah. She's unhinged. Yeah. But I'm talking about like Lisa and Whitney and Heather. They're kind of function in a way that it's it's a mix of two things one they're unaware of maybe what the cops can do but mm-hmm. also they're unaware of it because they have so much privilege and maybe they might be so aware of their own privilege that they know that they're protected in some way maybe yeah. it's n- unknowingly protected i don't know i don't know about that but uh, <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious to see that they got the same one with the same driver kevin hilarious and that they were all getting together again and this time jen is on the bus yeah she gets in there with the mic and starts screaming everybody's name lisa arrives with the mcdonald's bag uh, you know fries and drink the drinks that she buys from fast food they're the size of her torso yeah how is she so thin that's the amount of sugar she must be having i know yeah good for you lisa But at the same time, they're sitting there and they seem to be fine. Like they start the journey happy and fine. And then all of a sudden, Jen just loses it. And she doesn't even make sense. Like Lisa is trying to make sense. And Lisa's like, I... You are understanding the exact opposite of what I'm saying. I am choosing to be with you. That's what you want me to do. I'm choosing to be with you. Don't blame me for Meredith's action. And Jen would not stop badgering Lisa. She was crazy. I think what ultimately made Jen unravel is the fact that Jenny told Jen that Meredith got a PI. But she already knew that when she was welcoming Lisa in with, Lisa, get on the bus. It's not like Jenny told her then. Jenny told her way back when. Do you think so? Yeah, she didn't tell her on the bus. I got the sense that Jenny mentioned it on the bus. No. Because that would be the only reason I would think that Jen would unravel like that. Or it's just because Jen is a crazy person. Yeah. But like Jen starts off with, they start talking about the, the why do you think Meredith isn't coming or whatever, right? Yeah, Meredith and, and Mary. Meredith they and Mary, the they're new- not coming, whatever. Yeah. They're all like joking about it. And then Jenny's like, well, you know, she did get a PI. Yeah. And then Heather even has to explain, well, she got a PI because she was investigating the threatening texts and emails that her kids were getting. That's mm-hmm. why she got the PI, right? Mm-hmm. And as all that stuff is coming out, even the word like she was investigating or looking into whatever, mm-hmm. Jen says, last year you told me, Lisa, that people didn't want me to be friends with you because of the fact that that I was looking into people's lives mm-hmm. and you didn't like that. Mm-hmm. And so even just the fact that Lisa was the one that brought that to Jen's attention to say, people are saying that you are doing this thing. Yeah. She didn't like that. And I think yeah. that immediately Jen is such an un... Because uh, Jen like, is the kind that will, she will murder the messenger. She yes. doesn't understand the difference between the message and the messenger. Yes, exactly. So mm-hmm. Jen starts to just lose her mind. And you're mm-hmm. right. Lisa's like, I don't know what's happening. And then Jen starts to pop off and lose it and the funniest thing about all of this to me right Mm -hmm. is all these things are going on the plot line throughout this season is not necessarily the arrest or the crimes or the cult or any of it Mm -hmm. the plot line throughout is who is a better friend is meredith a better friend to lisa is lisa a better friend to jen is meredith is heather a better friend to jen is Mm -hmm. mary closer to meredith is meredith nicer to mary is meredith Mm -hmm. nicer to lisa Mm -hmm. is whitney good to mary like that's why it makes me laugh when people are like oh if jen gets arrested and then she's locked up or we have to talk about the fact that mary didn't come to the reunion or mary quits the show is there gonna be a show of course there is because these women don't actually care about the crimes or allegations that are floating they They care care. about the interpersonal Mm -hmm. relationships which is why i love salt lake city because see in beverly hills all they could care about was the legal lawsuits and what was happening in this one they haven't even touched upon no they don't even ask her is this true did you do any of it what about your victims nobody brings any of that up all they care about is who was a better friend who's talking behind whom that's all that's it 
It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing to see the difference between two crimes, two criminals, and how the women in two different cities react to it. Yeah. It's so amazing to watch that difference. <laughs> yeah. And and even in Beverly Hills, I'm like thinking about it. If in Beverly Hills they had twisted the storyline to be more so Sutton, yeah, Sutton dug into what was going on. The, yeah. See, the difference was... Sutton kept going back to the facts of being yes, like, right. okay, but I need to understand what you what you were part of, you know, whereas yes. I think like Kyle or Erica were trying to turn it more to like, no, this is a show about women and their interpersonal relationships. Right. I think that was the difference. And I think that's yeah. where like, they kept the flashing. Yeah, because Erica kept trying to keep it about, hey, I'm one of your friends and I'm going through a divorce. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Don't talk about the crime. Yeah. Talk about the divorce part of it. That's all I want to talk talk yeah. about. And they would they kept going back to but the crimes, the crimes, the crimes, and that was pissing her off. Yeah. Here nobody is talking about the crime. They have two different. Jen has uh, something going on. That's a crime. And then Mary is a cult leader, and that's a whole other mess. And all they they don't even care about the actual <laughs> the crime or whatever. Yeah. They only care about hey, why are they talking behind me and who's talking to who yeah. and why are they getting annoyed with each other? That's it. It's the best. It's it's the best because it's so stupid and it's so meaningless. Yeah, yeah. Because Lisa's even like, "What are you mad at me about? I told you, I'm here for you. I'm here for you." <laughs> Like you're you're mixing it up. You're thinking the exact opposite of what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm with you and not with her. That means something. And it's so sad because Lisa is trying to be in the middle and be friends with both of them. And now both of them have disowned Lisa. Yeah. They both this don't is what like happens. Lisa. That is usually what happens <laughs> exactly. to people who don't pick a side, unfortunately. You have to pick a side. You people. gotta pick a side. Pick a side. It's better to lose pick a side and lose than to not pick a side and you know lose anyway <laughs> lose anyway yeah exactly <laughs> it, it causes way too much heart heart yeah and, you gotta stand uh, you for know, something stress. yeah all right let's talk about portia family matters so you don't want to talk about why mary didn't show up for the oh yeah let's talk about mary <laughs> oh god yeah oh geez <sighs> mary so mary apparently was they filmed the reunion this week and uh mary cosby didn't show up no nope. she sent jesus instead she, she sent <laughs> jesus instead but jesus did show up yeah yeah um she has also been posting social media posts about <laughs> how reality tv rots your brain and i'm like oh my and god then, <laughs> and the very next post is hey uh salt lake city watch tonight <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing yeah like i get annoyed by the way i get annoyed when anybody decides to not come to a reunion i was annoyed about lvp i was annoyed about adrian i'm always annoyed we don't have different rules and uh, for different people we yeah. are annoyed by everybody and we call everyone's racism up don't worry about it yeah I'm annoyed with the fact that there's going to be a whole bunch of unanswered questions. Excuse me, you let us into your life. I mean, at least tell us what's going on with your hoarding makeover. Like, if you don't want to talk about the fact that you let us into your closet slash bedroom slash whatever room. You, yeah, you saw your Alice in Wonderland chairs. Put a bow on and finish the story. You know. Yeah. Give us an ending. What is it? And this? then don't come back. It's fine. Don't come back. Yeah, that's you, fine. Mary could answer, honestly answer answer to the questions, lady. Mary could have come to the reunion and literally just said no comment the whole time. She could have taken a nap. You like you know did. that even if she showed up to the reunion, she would have not made any sense. That's already there. She would have mumbled something. I wouldn't have made any sense. That's fine. But at least we would have gotten the satisfaction of asking her those questions. And the other thing with Mary is like last year, I -hmm. thought going into the reunion, Mary was going to be a disaster. But Mary actually did great at the reunion last year. I mean, she ate snow. Yeah. She ate snow. She took a nap. Yeah. She was fine. She was actually fine. I actually think that Mary did herself a disservice by not coming to the reunion. So that's a shame, I guess. I don't know if that means that she's going to quit. I guess that's what it means, right? Like yeah, usually I, I, it has to be. How can you not show up for a reunion and then stay on the show? I don't understand. I yeah, mean, I think it's like an like an automatic quit, automatic mm-hmm. firing or whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, you can There's call also it an interview with one of her cousins floating oh, around God. that's like okay, really, here's the thing. really, it's like an hour long. I couldn't listen no, to it. No, I'm not going to watch it. And here's yeah. another thing about our yeah. podcast. We sometimes talk about what is going on. We will often talk about things that we read on the Bravo docket because they are lawyers. Yeah. Um, but they deal usually, with facts. They roll with facts. But usually you and I, we don't really talk about all of the extra shit that's going on in the blogs because well, we don't have time for it. Yeah. yeah. And also because it gets too confusing. And I like to watch these characters and base their shit off the TV that, you know, however the show is edited, whatever I'm seeing there, Mm -hmm. that's primarily what I like to watch. Correct. Yeah. You know, Ray said something to me that is that I thought was really smart which is gonna pull into when we start talking about Portia's show we need to start judging people based on the right or wrong they do in that moment and not Mm -hmm. based off of what about somebody else Mm. went went and look I'm a I'm at fault with this too because I bring up what about every time anybody comes for my girl Candace Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. but like What's wrong is wrong in the moment that it's wrong. That's okay. And when you call out somebody's wrong in that moment, that doesn't mean that you're taking everything else somebody else did, somebody else did in the past and saying that's no longer wrong. Mm-hmm. Wrong can be wrong throughout. And sometimes those people that did wrong can also be right. And that's yeah. the part of being a human being. And-, and there's not a single person on Bravo TV in the reality shows, other than Tim Gunn, maybe, that is not wrong at some point. Yeah. They're all wrong. Yeah. Even Captain Lee has been wrong. So. Oh, yeah. 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 Tim Gunn, maybe. He's the only one. He's the only... <laughs> I wouldn't even give Padma that. Yeah. No, Padma has been wrong, too. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Tom Caligio maybe has been right. He's an angel. No. He's been what? wrong, too. Has he? No. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's I just Tim Gunn. Gunn. Tim Gunn is the only one that's been right. <laughs> He's never been he, wrong. He can never be... He cannot do any wrong. I go in knowing very truly well that everybody's wrong. Everybody's yeah. wrong at some point. So I... I'm never a stan of somebody. I do yeah. like Kenya a lot, but yeah. I'm not going to be a stan of... If she does something wrong, I'm going to call her out. Dude. We call her out all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've said it before even about Candace. Like, mm-hmm. Candace goes dark the same way Portia goes dark. Like, mm-hmm. people, they will just go too dark with their anger and they just mm-hmm. get too angry, but, like, they just yeah. lose it. And they yeah. they lose logic when it comes to their argument like anytime Mm -hmm. somebody does something bad it's just wrong it doesn't have to be that we didn't punish somebody else in the past for it so now we're not going to punish somebody new if you're wrong we're going to address that what they did is wrong Mm -hmm. if these things that are like if mary didn't come to the reunion it's fucked up that mary didn't come to the reunion just as it was fucked up that lvp didn't come to the reunion and there's people out there that are like not getting mad enough about it or getting too mad about mary why the extremes though? Why? Yeah. Like why in what a stand why are you taking a stance for one or the other? Yeah. You know they are flawed humans. It's yeah. all everybody is flawed. Why you have to be broken to be on reality TV. Right. None why of these people are good people. We say stance. this all the time. None of these people are good people. It's only Tim Gunn. Yes. He's all we have. Why are people taking such a strong stance one way or the other? Everybody's talking about everybody. Everybody's wrong here. Yeah. And we're going to call out everyone. It's fine. It's it's That's the part of reality shows. Don't make it real at this point where you're taking a stance and you get so worked up about it. There's no need for all of that. It takes yeah. the joy out of the show. It takes the joy out of it. Yeah. These people are all broken. Yeah. If there's anything we learn from watching even Dr. Wendy on Project Runway, mm-hmm. nobody is good. Yeah. <laughs> nobody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one. Okay. Let's talk about Portia's family matters. So we Ugh. open up at this crazy fight that's happening. And, you know, I it was very reminiscent for me of the barn yeah. fight in Potomac. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. rewound it. I watched it a couple of times. Yeah. So this is what really truly happened when I watched the ending of it in the last episode. Uh-huh. And then this episode, in the beginning, first two minutes, I was in the restroom like Ashley Darby. No. I was. And then I had to wait until I could see it again. And I waited a whole hour and a half to watch that show again so I could get the first three or four minutes of it so I could watch it. I'm like, damn it, I went into the restroom. Just like, I was like, Ashley Darby, I was in the restroom. (laughs) 
I came out and Portia was already sitting with Aunt, Aunt Liz, uh, you know, Aunt Liz and saying that she needed to go home. I was like, oh my God, it, they already, they showed that already. <laughs> what happened? I missed it all. <laughs> okay. Oh. So here's what happened. Mm. The, the whole thing starts because Dom and Dennis are going at it. Now, as you remember mm. from last week, Dom and Dennis were talking about something that they were having a very funny conversation about when Portia wasn't there. But mm-hmm. when Portia is present, Dom mm-hmm. brings out the big guns and start to get really angry about it. Mm-hmm. Dennis's mom says, why are we still talking about Dennis cheating on Portia? Mm-hmm. Why is this still coming up? Portia's cousin, Storm, says to be quiet to Dennis's mom. We are not the ones talking. Your son is the one who's talking. Yeah. So and then Dennis tells Storm to shut up. Yes. And then Portia gets mad and says, you don't say shut up to my cousin. Get out of here. Yes. So then Dennis and Gina start to get up to leave. Mm -hmm. Portia is at this time calming Storm down. Portia Mm -hmm. then starts to flip out at Dennis and Gina. Mm -hmm. And while everybody is huddled, it does seem like Portia lunges at Gina, at Dennis's mom. Dennis gets pissed and he kind of goes in there. I don't know whether to hit Portia or to move Portia or to get his mother. Yeah. But in all of this is going on, suddenly Darlene, the dramatic Aunt Darlene, Storm's Storm's mom, mom. she starts to jump on Dennis to push him down. Because Dennis, as he is trying to get his mother through and Portia is lunging at his mother, Dennis is parting shot. Darlene is like, you are not, why are you talking like that to Storm? Storm is not a child. And then Dennis says, you are part of the problem. So Darlene is all riled up now. Yeah, but Darlene jumps on Dennis because I think she thinks at this time that Dennis is trying to get to storm but dennis is actually trying to get gina through his mom through darlene starts to jump on dennis and it's insane because she's screaming and dennis is like trying to push her off pull like get her off of him he's like then storm says i love that dennis calls everybody bro i love it so much as somebody (laughs) from jersey like we say bro a lot up here it's a very it really i love it so much it's music to my ears storm thinks that dennis has hit darlene her mother Mm. and storm who like won't even give her mother a hug is suddenly like did you hit my mama and like she starts jumping yeah and and then Portia's going crazy he touched my family he touched my well so no no the touch my family part happens later but at this time Mm -hmm. storm jumps on dennis dennis i think pushes storm off of him because at this point you have darlene jumping on his back storm jumping on his front Portia grabs a coat rack and she starts swinging it around. I thought it was I thought it was a boom mic, but I think it was a coat rack. You're right because it had prongs yeah. on it. It had prongs on it, like things. This was dangerous. That was something that she could have hit Dennis Dennis's mom and she would have died right yes. there. Yes, yes, that was dangerous. And they were all standing by stairs. They're standing by the stairs. Producers have jumped in. There is one female producer who jumps on Portia and gets punched on the face. Yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah. Portia punched the producer. There's a male producer who's trying to separate everybody. And even Aunt Liz is in the mix trying to pull people off. Everyone has yeah. jumped on Dennis Dennis now, trying to pull him off. Portia's lunging at Dennis now. Yeah. And he's trying to get through to his mother. Yes. Oh. And then she starts crying. He's touched my family. Yeah. Okay. My favorite was Assistant Lauren. They cut to her and she's like, yes, I will have a drink. (laughs) She takes a drink. And then former Assistant Dom, who started the whole damn thing, is standing far away from all of this on the very opposite end of of the room. And he is sobbing his eyes out. Oh, my God. It was high art. It was high art. That was, I mean... Can you even paint that? No. It was no. like arms and legs and weaves and boom mics and coat rags. Yeah. <laughs> Shoes flying, glass breaking, plates flying. And then Simon sits on the couch and then he pulls Portia on. And Portia is literally sitting on top of him. Simon is crushed and Simon is like, can someone get Portia's shoes? <laughs> Can we and talk about Aunt how fucking strong Portia is? 
Oh because my God. she was swinging like, that coat rack with one hand. One hand. Amazing. And it took like five people to hold her down. That's amazing. Five I mean, people terrifying, and but an amazing. Ex- five people and an exorcism from Aunt Liz. <laughs> Aunt Liz is like casting the devil out of her. <laughs> oh my God. I wrote this down before... I even could mm. finish watching the rest of the episode, but I knew at that moment mm. that Portia just got mad because they were mm. having a conversation about her getting cheated on. That mm. was the minute when when all mm. that stuff started coming up. That's when I knew that Portia wasn't going to be yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. Because she just didn't want to talk about it. And to Gina's credit, at that point, Gina was the one that was like, why are we talking why are we about talking this? talking about this? Gina did not do much wrong. All she did was... Why are we talking about this? Can we move on? Do we have to talk about it? Yeah. Portia cursed her out. Yeah. She came this close to calling Gina a slut because yeah. she kept calling Dennis and his sluts and his yeah. bitch ass mother. Yeah. I mean, the which bitch ass mother is. About, yeah. The way you talk about Gina, I mean, I don't know Gina enough to know if she was a bitch ass, but I'm like, still. I will tell still. you one bitch ass thing Gina did, though. Mm. Gina said that Portia's mom told her that mm. she had cheated on Dennis. Yeah. Yeah. And then when Gina was confronted about it, she was like, I did? I said that? Huh? I don't yeah. know. Maybe I did. I was like, yeah. Gina, own your yeah. shit. I think Gina is a troublemaker. I yeah. think so. But at the, even even then, I would not talk. I don't no. know. It's no, not, of it's course not. It's just not, not in crazy. our nature to no, talk No, I mean, like that, that's but... a, like, are you crazy? I would... I. <laughs> I can't even. Can you imagine? Like, no, we I can never with the imagine. Worst. We deal with the worst of our relatives and we keep quiet. Yeah. We still we treat them never. with like respect. Yeah. No, That's why I, we are just... wrong, I think. We should, <laughs> we should, should we call them bitches. Well, if I was strong enough to swing a coat rack. <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> um, the next day, we find out that Portia has told everybody... <laughs> Not yeah. to talk about it. And the producers are so sneaky. They did not care about Portia. This was supposed to be the show where Portia said this show would explain to us why she fell in love with Simon. With her but friend's all husband. all we get is, oh, this is this is how Portia controls her family. She, yeah. she is clearly the moneymaker here. So everybody listens to her. She tells them not to talk, and so they don't talk about it. They pretend that nothing's happened. And then Portia comes on, and then she talks like she didn't tell them to shut up. She's like, oh, and today we are going in the bus, and we are acting like nothing happened. Everybody's sitting around in this yeah. bus like nothing happened. I'm like, Portia, didn't you tell them to shut up? Yeah. What is Aunt this? Liz, yeah. I love her, because Aunt yeah. Liz is the one that spills the beans. She's mm-hmm. like, she's like, well, Aunt I got Liz, a text not to talk about the it. Other and they're side, like, Aunt Liz and Londi. They're yeah, like, yep. But, but they're like, she's like, I got a text not to talk about it. And then they're like, who sent you a text? And she just kind of motions with her eyes like this guy. And then when the producer steps in and is like, if you're going to be real, you need to be real. Mm-hmm. Suddenly Portia's like, are you done with the scene? Okay, you're done yeah. with the scene. You got your scene. I'm leaving. Yeah. And there's been a lot of talk always by former housewives about Portia and what she's really like in real life yeah. versus what yeah. she's like on the show. Yeah. And I think the producers have like, kind of had it with her yeah like yeah, yeah i think that you would too if you had you got punched and hit by a coat rack oh yeah <laughs> that's what i mean like she would... punched the producer what's the insurance for these camera I people know, right because we've talked about like the poor people working potomac yeah. one of them almost got ran over this year by right. grace yeah. In the tiny gucci car i know like they must what is the insurance policy for them yeah how do, do they protect themselves do... Do we have to do a GoFundMe for them? I, I it's like I feel I feel bad. Yeah, you got Michael groping mm-hmm. camera people. You got mm-hmm. the barn fight door mm-hmm. situation. You got Grace almost running over a cameraman. Even in Atlanta, it's like Nini grabbing the guy. Nini grabbing the guy. Yeah, yeah. this it's situation like, of producer getting punched in the face. Mm-hmm. What a, it's a very in, violent, in, it's in a New very York, there's racist shit going on where Ramona's getting investigated against I it. I mean, hello. I know. What's going on? What's, it's it's uh, a hostile work environment. It's like then it's we're wondering, nice. you know, we're always like, who's protecting the talent at Bravo? It's like mm-hmm. literally no one. 
no one because they are they are barely protecting themselves like who's protecting yeah. the if they don't even protect the talent forget about that they cannot even protect the producers who are making this show should we unionize the camera people i think that, yeah we should unionize <laughs> the producers the camera <laughs> folks the staff the crafts people they should be they should unionize yes this is too dangerous man too dangerous, too dangerous. yeah <laughs> Somebody could have lost an eye. Can someone really, get a purple truly. heart for uh, being a camera <laughs> person? <Purple heart. laughs> I don't mean uh, disrespect. I apologize. <laughs> okay. So then the producers basically are like, be fucking real. They mm. go to this white dinner, at which point Portia has finally decided to talk about it. And I have to say, it was very obvious that she and Simon sat in a hotel room and finally had a talk and Simon calmed her down. Not only with Simon, a producer, and then yes. negotiated what they would talk about, yes. how much yes. they would talk about it and all yes. of that. She negotiated that. I just think the MVP of this episode, of this whole show is Aunt Liz, because even mm-hmm. back in Atlanta, yeah. Aunt Liz has to tell Portia, like, listen, your minions are the problem. The problem yeah. is that you are including all these other people in what you consider your family. Mm-hmm. When if you're trying to blend people, the people you should be blending are your baby daddy, your fiance, and your child. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only thing. Perfect. Also, yeah, I got a sense based on the conversation she has at Hosea Helps at that mm-hmm. headquarters. Mm. of the nonprofit that Aunt Liz runs, that Aunt Liz is very aware of what being on the show might do to her father's legacy and her nonprofit. That's what she kept saying. She was like, do you have to do damage control with the activism people? Yeah, yeah. Are you going to – and then she kept saying, because you know it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Mm. I almost lost my life, you know, putting this building together. Yeah. I almost lost it. She keeps trying to say it to be like, yeah. Do, do you realize what shit you're dragging into something right. that's bigger? And she's like, you know, there's a legacy. There's your grandfather. There's yeah. all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that she's very aware that this shit is going to tarnish the work mm-hmm. that her family yeah. is doing. Yeah, I think so. I think she was disgusted by it. She said, I was traumatized by it. Yeah. And- <laughs> She probably thought, oh, I shouldn't have signed up for this. This is horrible. 100%. She is somebody who hangs with, you know, Obama and John Lewis. And here she is yeah. in the middle of a, fa- a fight, you know, throwing out the devil out of Portia. I mean, yeah. that's like disgusting. That's disgusting. And even yeah. Portia just seems so like disingenuous even at that meeting where yeah, she was like, she- you know, like nonviolence, all this stuff. And Portia's like, I'm going to pray on it. Like, mm-hmm. It's suddenly, where did I'm an activist and I care mm -hmm. about this stuff, Portia, go? Suddenly she's like, I have a platform and I know how to This is why Candy wasn't quite convinced of her activism. Yes. And even Antlis is like, she's not ready. She's not ready. She's like, she doesn't quite understand her legacy. She's just starting to understand her legacy. I mean, how long does it take for her to understand her legacy? I don't understand. Like, why would it take her so long? If it only took her 10 years to figure out the Underground Railroad is not an actual railroad, then... Right. It was kind of sad. I would have loved to see more of the activist Portia. I would have loved to see... Um, her take over the Hosea Foundation and talk about it. I would have loved to see the growth in our Portia, in our little yeah. Portia who didn't even go to a strip club, right? Yeah. But now I see the complete opposite of it. She's a monster. She's completely self-absorbed, doesn't hear or listen to any of what everybody around her is saying to her. Yeah, and I think based on the fact that the next day after the fight she told everybody you're not allowed to talk about it on camera and Mm -hmm. even lauren says the problem is that we all sit around and we act like you can't address these things with somebody because you think Mm -hmm. they're going to react a certain way Mm -hmm. but that's been portia portia has put a force field around her that says you cannot talk to me about certain things and that person can never grow there can never be growth when you become this way i mean You know, Portia's done really great stuff, but in the way – when we talk about, like, your psychological evolution yeah. of a person as they grow mm-hmm. older, she's as stunted as Ramona. She is. She is. It's very sad yeah. because she has a lot of potential. I thought that until this episode, and I'm like – her, even her remorse afterwards and all of that, I didn't buy her, you know, talking to her Aunt Liz and apologizing and saying, you know – 
I'm going to pray on it and I blacked out. I cannot be like that. I don't believe any of that. I don't think she's, she has potential anymore. I'm sorry. Well, we've seen it so I just many lost, times. I lost so much respect. I know. Oh, it was sad. I know. But hey, guess what? She just still gets to catch a paycheck from Bravo because we are watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's that. And I'm not saying this is not to say that De- Dennis is an angel. He no, is he's a, a douchebag. He is yeah. doesn't have any remorse about no. cheating on Portia. He does not feel that no. he is poking her. He is trying to get a reaction out of her. Everything she says about Dennis is true, but her reaction was not appropriate and it was over the top and it was wrong it was just wrong plain wrong yeah well that's it for this week uh we will talk to you guys on saturday about miami and oc and i think next week we might not next week but maybe in a couple weeks we might have some guests on our podcast yeah that will be fun i'm looking forward to it yeah talk to you then Bye. bye The reality is is now on Patreon, and here are some of our fabulous supporters. Jesse Willis. I may not run in traffic, but I'll give you a run for your money. Rody. When you work in quality assurance, perfection comes easy. Tori Tuchilo. When Tori steps on the scene, you are his story. Eugene Henderson. In the game of life, I choose Jeopardy. Maria M. Where I come from, they sing God Save the Queen. The truth is, it's actually me. Becca Simon. If you can't stand the heat come to minnesota jill hirsch your petty drama can't take this warrior down jamie all some people call me cold but it's not me it's that minnesota weather sarah gibbs you may not like the cut of my jet but that's what you get from sarah gibbs richie d if you can't be cool you can't be with caduce megan shaw i may be a model but i'll never be your model minority samaj bledson the fun bus is here and i'm driving on the turn Mike. Eleanor Manning. I run with a fabulous circle of people, and they're not even on my payroll. Danny McLaughlin. First, I came out, and now I'm coming for everything. Kelly Paper. I may be from down under, but don't ever underestimate me. Seiran Hayati. In Sweden, we have ABBA, IKEA, and if you mess with me, some other four-letter words. Jessica Riley. Where I come from, money can buy you anything, but I'll take the garbage plate. Chastity Davis. Don't be fooled by my name. The only thing I abstain from is your bullshit. Sarah Watkins, Philstein. Playtime is over. This mom means business. Laura Zielinski. Whether it's breast pumping or fist bumping, this mama brings the party. Jill Walsh. I made it up the hill myself and I'll kick any jack off. And finally, diamonds aren't a girl's best friend. John Friedman is.